Hey guys, Sklar Brothers here with Dan Van Kirk. Yes. From Dumb People Town, and we've got Adam from Adam Ruins Everything. Adam Conover on the show this Hello. week. Hello. Good time in Dumb People Town, right? I mean, you like to make people smarter. When they finish watching your show That's what and try to do. listen to your podcast, they try and be smarter. We are going to not be focusing on those people in this, <laughs> in this episode. No, but we are going to focus on possibly the greatest eyewitness to any one of our stories. Mulver. 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 The first story Mulver. has one of the greatest Dumb People Town characters everywhere ever and he didn't actually do anything wrong <laughs> check it out feral audio uh hi hey it's ali in georgia this one's ali this one's georgia and um, we're about to have our podcast but we forgot to introduce our our uh, guest yeah you'll find when you listen to this you'll be like that was the shortest non-intro ever and we just got so excited yeah, so our guest is Tony Hale. You've seen him as Buster Bluth on Arrested Development, and he's the vice president's aide on the awesome show Veep. And he was also in our Drunk History reenactment. We're huge, huge fans of his, Mr. Tony Hale. Yeah, God, we're so excited. I'm sorry that we sound so excited during this. We're, <laughs> we just were so excited. We're so excited. Have fun. Enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it. Bye. I mean, here you go. Party. This is Slumber Party, Valley in Georgia. Oh, hold on, I have a pillow on my butt. Well, okay. <laughs> I do have a pillow on my butt. All right, good. I'm settled. Hi, hey. Allie. Is this Georgia? No, it's Allie. Okay, I'm so sorry. Uh, this is Georgia. That's Allie. Hi. And we're going to, Allie, what did you learn this week? This is a great way to start our podcast called Slumber Party. One thing we learned each week, okay, I just learned this of like 45 seconds ago. Okay. You know why? Because I thought I knew what I learned this week and then I, I went to fact check it and I got more confused. So I just looked in a book called Who Knew <laughs> to a random page. So crayons, the smell of crayons are one of the most familiar scents to mm. um, Americans. That's cool. And along with coffee and peanut butter and the mm. smell of crayons is so familiar and so soothing that it lowers blood pressure wow. in some people. So is just bring a crayon with you wherever you go when you're stressed yeah. out. Instead of Xanax, you like yeah. have a medicine capsule thing full of crayon. You just crushed crayons. Did you ever see that Simpsons where Homer turns out that Homer had a crayon up his nose? Yes. Maybe he was just trying to get comfortable. <laughs> Anywho, what'd you learn? I learned. Well, I for the first time I learned what it's like to inject myself with something. Whoa. With a syringe. Because my friend gave... Because I was doing heroin. Because I, I t <laughs> shot up heroin. It's like the most expected thing, but it is that. What'd this you learn? This turned into an intervention. <laughs> no, you guys. You gotta try it. It was great. Uh, I injected myself with a B12 shot. Oh. And oh God. I did it this morning. How do you feel? How do you feel? How do you I feel? feel good, but I don't know if it's just because... Do you feel like you have more energy than Yeah. Before? Were you feeling like you're about to get sick? Is that why you wanted to do it? Y yeah. And I've always wanted to do it. Because I'm always tired. It was on your bucket list. Yeah, and like I feel like injecting yourself with something is something you need to do once in your life. How did you prep for it? Did you did <laughs> really you start is. playing one more fix and then like <laughs> like tie off? Yeah, your arm? I got real like after school special dark with it. No, how did you prep for it though? I didn't. I woke up and I grabbed a, a chunk of my skin and I injected it, and then the needle didn't work. <gasps> the syringe didn't work. Okay. You don't want to talk about this? No, hey. I'll talk about it. Well, can I talk? Yeah, yeah. Tony Hale, everyone. Hello. I'll talk about it because... <laughs> that was the shortest intro yeah. we've ever had on a slumber uh, party intro I remember uh, I was had asthma as a kid, and I would have to go to the hospital, and they would give you a shot of this massive adrenaline to get your, your breathing again. And I remember 
This woman, this made me think. This she 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 put in the needle in, and the needle broke on my bone. <gasps> Shut <laughs> up! Yeah. How are yeah. you? And I didn't care because I wasn't. I couldn't. I was having such a hard time breathing that I was just like, I don't just. But then I immediately felt better, so I didn't have that. I didn't even feel it. You're saying some woman, like some woman, came in off like in, into your yeah. wing, and it's like, hey, like yeah. wasn't a nurse. I'll give this a shot. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Um, so, uh, what? Did, how did they get it out? I, it's probably not out. It's probably oh, you were pro- really. Was, you I don't think it, it wasn't a large chunk, but it was like a, it hit the bone. But I couldn't breathe so much. I was just like, but there was a little nick off oh, the end of it. Shit, no. that's crazy. Are you a health nut? Uh, I would say I am. I I would say that I I was a kid who ha- with asthma and stuff like that, and then I started doing herbs and kind of. I went to this place in Chinatown in New York because I lived there for eight years, and I've had this these people. This sounds really gross in L.A., but. They send me these Chinese herbs, and I haven't had trouble with asthma or what? chest infections or anything like that since. What? What kind That's, of Chinese I herbs? I gotta know about that. I inject myself okay. with. <laughs> it's a Chinese heroin. It's this ancient <laughs> heroin. No, it's like this mixture. They send you all these teas, and you put them together, and it's just all these kind of herbs that I drink in the morning, and it just kind of keeps your immune system strong. Oh my god, I want this! I just started going to an acupuncturist again. Yeah, I love that stuff. And he gave me like adrenal fatigue. Capsules for like yeah. Chinese, and I think you can go because I think you can go overboard. Because if you go to yeah. some people and they're like, "You need this and this and this and this," it's like I, you got to keep it simple. Right? How do you, you can't price maintain check that. that though. How do you price check like a glass of herbs? How do you know? Am I getting a good deal? Am I buying too much of this Hogwart root? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I think it was such a dramatic difference for me in kind of because I was getting sick all the time, then I wasn't. That I was like, mm, works. Worth it. It's worth I it. I wonder if I should get something for if allergies. Is that the like similar yeah. kind of a and lots of water, guys? Let's turn this Shit. into like you a... guys. You came in here, you drank two glasses of water, and I think that that's you did. Oh my wonderful. god, you down. I do yeah. love me some water. Um, so you're kind of healthy. Kind of healthy, yeah. Good I job. like. I got a massive sweet tooth, but kind of healthy. You do. Yeah. Um, I guess we could go straight to midnight snack. We could well, play yeah. a slumber. Oh, party. Oh, sure, yeah. You learned oh, this week. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Yeah. What did you learn this week? Okay. It's but it was a tie between two things because my daughter, you know, I have a nine year old daughter, and well, she's almost nine; she'll be nine in February. That's and they have a whole new way. Wait, that's what? Oh, a fun, fun age. age. Um, I thought you had a kid. It was nine. I was like, we need to set up a play date. <laughs> um, but I, uh, this the whole way they learn now with math is completely different than how we used to learn. It's like grouping and all this kind of stuff. So I have to watch these YouTube videos to kind of figure out what she taught me. This thing, and it's hard to describe. And I meant to ask her before she went to school today, and I forgot. But it's something like if you say. Nine times six is fifty-four. You do something with your hands where you put your hands out. Here, is this Hold Common on. Core? You put your hands out and like, so this is like the six thing, like one, two, three, four, five, six, uh-huh. and it's fifty-four. Oh, oh shit! Is the answer. So it's something. I know the the listeners at home cannot understand what <laughs> Wait, I'm doing. Wait, so are we allowed to? Because I are we? You're saying that counting on your fingers is now okay again? It's but it's something. But see, that's multiplication. So okay. it's not necessarily like. Right. Nine plus is a word that's easy, but this is like a multiplication thing, which would involve a lot of counting. But it's like you do this thing where you just take away the thumb, and then you got a five and a four, and that's the answer. That's awesome. What? So it's like a cheat sheet that it's born yeah. in your bones. It's, it is a cheat sheet born in your bones. Are you allowed to use that on tests, I wonder? Where they're like, no calculators and no finger <laughs> no hands. Just everybody's got <laughs> keep your hands to yourself. Uh, I don't know. It's what is question. that called, though? I heard my, my niece was I, telling you, is that the Common Core thing where it's like a maybe. different... Maybe. I was. I someone tried to explain that to me, and I was like, "How do you do numbers differently? Because they're still numbers, but apparently you just yeah you use your fingies." God, that makes me happy. I'm so bad at math. You 
use your finger. Yeah. And I wanted to teach them all because it's a really, it's almost like a, a magic. It almost sounds like a fun trick to show, like, look at this. Da-da, and that's the answer. Ta-da. Yeah. Um, how is fatherhood? Fatherhood is fantastic. Were you scared? Scared shitless. <gasps> really? Yeah, because, uh, well, I won't say, I was, hmm. I was, I had an interesting, most things like when I got married or when I had a child, my wife says that our engagement, and it's true, our engagement, I was terrified the whole engagement. But once I had the commitment, I relaxed and like loved it. So a lot of my stuff came out in the engagement. And then after, once I had the commitment, I was like, I love it. And then her stuff came out <laughs> post-commitment. <laughs> post um, but even with a child, it was the anticipation of it that was like, oh, shit. But then when you have it, you're like, I have never loved. It's it's like such a protective, I don't know, it's a crazy, crazy love. Everyone says that and you cannot understand it until you, you have really it probably, can't. right? But it's so, but she drives me crazy. Like she does things sometimes I'm like, I've told you 10 times really? to take your backpack. You know, it's that kind of thing. But then you just, the next day, it's or the next even the next hour, it's just gone and you're just like, Snuggling, watching a movie or something. That's adorable. But um, I had a pet bring mantis. Georgia has cats. And we're like, I think you probably can love a human more than your pets, yeah. but we're not sure. Well, I w- I was, I've never been a dog person because I was a kid with an asthma. So I was like, ugh. But my, my, we got a, a Havanese recently, like last year, and it's hypoallergenic. Right. And man, I'm crazy about that dog. <gasps> Walter is his name. Oh, of course. And I think every like, kid needs little... to grow up with a pet. Yeah. You know? Did you, you grew up with cats? Yeah, cats. Yeah. yeah. How many do you have? Important. I have two. Uh, what are their names? Elvis and Mimi. They have their own Instagram account. So don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry. I only did that because I didn't want to bug the shit out of all my friends being like, here's my cat. Here's my cat. So if you really want to see my cats, here are my cats. I follow, I follow both. Thank you. I follow all three of your Instagram accounts. Thank you. I double tap that. <laughs> so, okay. How long have you been out in LA? I've been in LA since two. Okay. Well, actually, because I was in New York from 95 to 2003. And then I was that in 2002, I got engaged. We were going to get married in 2000, May of 2003. And then that's when Arrested Development, the audition for Arrested Development came around. So I auditioned for it and then booked it, which was nuts. In L.A.? In, uh, I, yeah, I came out to L.A. to shoot it. And then 10 days before we got married, the show got picked up <gasps> and we moved out to L.A. And then, bless my wife's heart, she was a makeup artist on SNL for eight years. That's so Loved cool. her job and then really sacrificed a lot to move out here. Wow. But we love it now. But it took... I was ready to leave New York. She was not. So it's taken a long time, but we both love it now. That's so cool. That's what having a partner is. You, like, do things for each other and (laughs) stuff, right? It is. She's pretty amazing. She's pretty amazing. I love that she's a makeup artist. That's so cool. Yeah, how did you guys meet? We met at church in New York. Really? Yeah. Did you see her, like, from across the thing and be like... Who is that blonde? (laughs) (laughs) We met at Redeemer Presbyterian Church in Manhattan, and she just, she, I was introduced to her by a friend and she's just, she's one of those, she's got an incredibly dry humor and I'm just such a spaz. <laughs> and so, but she just, she makes me, what did she say once that, um, we were at, <laughs> this is not even maybe funny to you, but we were at a, at a theme park once on a roller coaster and the roller coaster, and she's from the South, so she's very, you guys met her the other night yeah, at that place. Yeah, she's lovely. And she's got a really like dry Southern accent. And the roller coaster was like jerking us around all over the place. And you just, I just heard my wife going, well, my Lord, that is just rude. <laughs> Southern people are the best. I mean, that bless is just the, rude. Bless this, bless this place's heart. But I know. It is rude. Nice. Will you tell us She's your tra- favorite snack? Your favorite, like, no one's looking. My favorite snack is I have, okay. Wow, what's my favorite snack? Oh, okay. My favorite snack is my friend is her family. She was raised Mormon. Mm-hmm. 
and she's not I don't she's not anymore, but she was raised Mormon and we she makes this thing called Mormon crack, which is those <laughs> what? Is, that, is that okay? It's no <laughs> caffeine, no sugar. <laughs> but it's like these real you know, those rollos mm-hmm. with the caramel in them. Mm-hmm. She melts them and puts a pecan in the middle <gasps> or a, a pretzel on top. It's essentially a turtle. Right? right. It's essentially a turtle. Oh, God. It's I love essentially how it's, a turtle. That's easy. But I like mean, a little more, you maybe not don't feel as guilty because it's not as big as a turtle. Yeah. Right. Sometimes a turtle is too much. By the way, I'm really sorry if, if the listeners can hear this insane. <laughs> what is that? Like a ceaseless pounding that's going on. There's something <laughs> happening in the. Someone moved in next door. Jason apartment. They're and hanging. It, they're hanging their shit. I hope no one's trapped in a cage and they're pounding <laughs> they're to get like, out. Can you? Uh, and actually, your and I was telling you earlier, your apartment reminds me very much of New York. It it's is. It's style. an old deco thing. It's supposed to be haunted, but mm. I mean, oh, ghosts! Hence the ghost story. Can we go to ghosts? No. Should we bust out a ghost story? Okay, yeah. Let's ask you about ghosts. Let's. We want to hear your theory about ghosts because this. Okay, this apartment supposed to be super haunted. Uh, now, what do you? How do you feel? How do you? Because that's a lot to live in. If you've heard these stories, so how? What is your? If you don't mind me asking, your kind of foundation of that? Well, okay. I. I. The fact. That I love science so much, and I and there's just bacteria all over you you can't see, and we don't know how the brain works, and we don't know how anything works really, mm-hmm. and like we we still are like cancer, not quite sure how to fix it. Yeah. I'm like, who knows? Maybe we don't know something about energies. Maybe we don't know things about, I don't know, telepathy. Maybe there's all kinds. I don't of think things. that translates to someone like hiding your keys from you because they died here. There's a lot of mischief <laughs> in the world that we don't understand. Sure. I'm open. To the idea sure. so of you're, mischief. So you're you're not the kind of person that you hear those stories and then come back and you hear a noise and you're like, oh, shit. You no, know? I'm terrified you of are. ghosts. She's I'm more you. terrified of ghosts than people. Okay. And I've been like mugged at knife point. <laughs> God, that's awful. And I've dated like musicians. So I Wait, should where? be more afraid of people. <laughs> You've had the spectrum. <laughs> Wait, where were you mugged? Uh, on Beverly Boulevard. Broad daylight, Larchmont. 4 p.m. Larchmont. By, by gun? Uh, that was by two knives. Two guys with knives. Butcher knives. But yeah, like are you serious? I, absolutely. It was in two thousand two. Put them to court. Yeah, I memorized their license plate, which wow. is like she did the smartest thing that I think you should tell people so that they'll know to do oh. this. Well, I was walking broad daylight. I had money in my purse, and I was going to the bank, which is like, when do I have more than two dollars? Especially in two thousand and two. But um, but you were a waitress. You had cash. I know this story. No, I wasn't even a waitress <laughs> then. Oh, okay. Um, I'd lent my I'd lent a Buster boyfriend All like right. three hundred dollars, and he and he ran a nut stand. <laughs> As One of do. those candy nuts on the yes yeah love those places yeah <laughs> he ran a nut they always smell better than they taste though so amazing that's yeah. true yeah anyway. guys too no, uh, so I had a, a grip of cash for like the first time ever and I was walking to the bank and two guys pulled over with and they got out of the car with knives and I was like oh jeez so I took my purse like a football and I threw it as far as I could away from me because I figured that's what they were going for they were they were very rude though they called me the b word <gasps> and they wanted to get my effing wallet and I was like just so you threw me. it and ran. That's man. good that for you. So you, so they were at a distance. You saw it coming, and you threw the purse at them. As soon as I saw like a like a flash of the knife, Absolutely. I was like, okay, take it. And I was like, this is what they want more than they don't want to take some dumb, stupid girl in their celica. So <laughs> I tossed it, and then I looked back, and I memorized their plate, and I kept running, but I couldn't make a sound. That was the weirdest part. Is oh, I couldn't yeah. scream. I heard that's the thing when you're like really terrified, you just can't I get. It, you know out. what it is? I bet it. You know those those dreams where you're. Um, Going really slow and yes. you can't make a sound. Yeah, that's what it was like. But I was running. Okay, what's your ghost story? Hmm, I don't really have a specific ghost story. My, but here's the: I don't allow myself to 
listen to them because oh. I get a little freaked out. But, you know, I'm not the kind of guy who someone would be like, hey, you want to go see Paranormal Activity? I'm like, no, I don't want to see it. And I'll tell you why, because that shit's real. <laughs> and I have no... <laughs> And I, got, and I have movie. no desire to sit in a room with tw- two hours and just pretty much watch a documentary yeah. that I can see somewhere else. <laughs> that movie is so scary because it's just implied ghosts so much. It's implied ghosts, but I'm telling you guys, don't mess with it's it. too scary. Just yeah. don't mess with it. I love it. being scared, though, in a movie. No. I don't know. I enjoy, I'm kind of a, probably a little bit like, you know, how Ellen loves to, I, I enjoy watching people be scared. Yeah. Uh, there was an awful show called Scare Tactics. Do you guys remember no. that? Oh. Yeah. Oh, they, they like abducted someone, <clears throat> alien oh, abduction. It's and... awful. And some Wasn't of them. Was Shannon some, Doherty? Yes. Yeah, totally. Some of them were like, like, all right, that's too far. But some of them were just like people just jumping out and just scaring them half to death. That's fun to watch, but I don't want to be the recipient of that. Just spill tea on my face. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's all about grace. We're all friends. It was like the tea bag. I got tea bagged, <laughs> literally with my tea bag. Um, but I just learned today that the uh, there are some people who don't feel any fear at all, and it happens when you have a calcified amygdala <gasps> in your brain. It doesn't tell your body to be afraid, and so they have no fight or flight. Nothing. I wonder if that's better or worse. Probably worse. That's a good question. And I I listened to this new podcast called called Invisibilia. And uh, and they say that this woman, this one woman who doesn't have that, she's been like mugged four times. The ghost is saying, "The ghost is pounding on this." But um, I'm real, I'm real. But ultimately, it has. She's gotten into situations where it's harmful. Anyway, but um, but you gotta, but you have to have common sense. Like even if you're not scared, you'd also don't walk down the street at night by yourself. Yeah, that, yeah that right. Can, that, it's a reason God's given us. I mean, there's a reason we have that. Yeah. And oh, to the sure. extreme, that's why I'm not going to sit in a room and be like, hey, I'm just going to test my fight yeah. or flight watching paranormal activity. But in a dangerous situation... I'm you so know, scared of humans that like I don't even have time for ghosts. First of all, yeah. saw that whole saw scene oh, or anything I like. Couldn't. Guess I what, guys? That. that can happen. Yeah, that can yeah. really happen. That can eat. Someone can put on a mask and slice you. And then how happy are you going to be about watching that? <laughs> You're going to be like. Oh, I was getting entertained by this, and it's happening. It's like, can you imagine if like your car broke down and you're like, "Fuck!" But you had been watching for like 14 yeah. years of it. cars breaking, just like, well, like Get just it. shitty things happen to you, and you just watched video of people getting stung by bees for 14 years, and you got stung yeah. by a bee, and you're like, "Shit!" Yeah, I could have just not been See, watching. My that. thing is, I'm already driving down because my wife's out from Alabama, so we'll, there's a lot of dirt yeah. roads with nothing around. Mm-hmm. I'm much more, I feel much safer in New York than I do in you Alabama. Do. But it's like you're you're driving down. I already think those thoughts. So if I had had an arsenal of ten movies that I've watched, well, that's you know, why she's always telling me not to read post-apocalyptic books because I'm like, well, I know it's going to happen. But then I'm reading about it, and I'm like, now I know all the ways it could happen. Yeah. I know, but that's the thing me, is you can't, can't you can't rehearse tragedy. Like you can't pre-live it. I want I can but I just why live it in a movie theater? Why right. allow you or like? But all my wife makes fun of me because. I am that kind of personality. I have a hard time disengaging from things. So, like, if she loves the, you know, Homeland and all that kind of stuff, and I'm like, uh, it's going on. Yeah. yeah. This, this, is not, this is not entertaining yeah. to me. Do you I mean, think that's why you got into comedy? My th- here's the deal. Like, if I, I, I have no problem acting out because I can kind of, I know I, this is all fake, so I can, I can do that. But watching it, for some reason, I have a hard time. So... I don't know if that's why I got into comedy because I do like drama as well. Would you ever do a horror movie? Yeah, yeah, I do a horror movie. You would? Wait, so you would? But don't when you act, don't you have to put yourself in a place psychologically? So wouldn't you have to put yourself yeah, in a place? Yeah, but here's terror? like here's an example. Um, I loved Lost, mm. which was you know an intense show, but it's because that that I just didn't think that could happen, you know. Oh. But uh, Paranormal Activity, <laughs> that's potential. <laughs> you really think? 
So like when you're home alone at night, are you a little like, what was that? I just think there's other, there's a lot other, there's a, there's a whole other world going on. I mean, I think there's, there's a, there's a lot of darkness and we got, got to be careful. Time is linear. And you're a spiritual person. So, Mm -hmm. so the idea of like a spirit or a being in, in your physical body isn't, outlandish mm. to you because that's oh, yeah. that's part of your that's part of your spiritual absolutely. life absolutely and i, I think i think there is more than after this life um but like um oh wait wait so oh, oh yeah so if it, if i was doing a horror movie and i saw the cameras and i saw like the 50 crew or whatever then it, i'm you know i'm just play acting okay but if i'm in a dark room with people just like watching a mask come at me with it just not something that's going to give me a lot of joy so what kind of movies do you like to go see do you like to go be informed my, two of my favorite movies are lars and the real girl i don't know if you guys have ever seen that. oh it's i did see that yeah and punch drunk love yeah it's a great oh, movie it's and lars and the real girl i love it because it's, it's the whole storyline is this guy who falls in love with a blow-up doll and at first you're like huh but it's such a beautiful message of what we need community we you can't we need relationships all this kind of stuff you like quirky dude like one like guy's quirky, a quirky dude quirky dude movies. and punch dude. drunk love when he in the end oh my god just goes against philip Seymour hoffman and you could see because of What's her face? Emily Watson? Was yeah. Kind of came into his life and like, em- one of them, yeah. yeah. Kind of gave him love and he just like, <sighs> just went out. Yeah. All so men stuff. in love, quirky men in love movies. Yeah. Quirky men in love movies. Do you think that that's, I think that what we choose to watch kind of also informs what we want to learn about a little bit. Like maybe, Georgia, you want to learn about how to avoid tragedies. Because right. you're, you know, maybe right. maybe you're better at crime. You like watching crime because like, you want to learn how not to get yeah. crimed. <laughs> verb. And... Tony, maybe you really value like connection and, and love, so you want to lear- explore more. Yeah, I Do you think, think also the other angle bullshit? of that? No, I don't think it's bullshit at all. I think the other angle of it is I t- have in my life struggled with anxiety and I've struggled with you know a lot of fear and all that mm. kind of stuff. And then you, I'm not when I invest my time in things, I'm going to try not to put more. F- not invest in more fear. Add to it. You, d- not add to that it. That makes sense. Know? I should probably do that too. Huh? Well, not invest in more fear. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have thing, enough. The thing about fear, and we talk about this a lot on on here, just with anxiety, because we have different anxieties sure. and we str- we struggle with them uh, on the you know on a daily it's life on yeah. a daily base. Yeah. yeah, but um, but yeah, I guess not feeding that and the the fact that you are like keep waiting for anxiety to just one day just be like you know what I'm gone yeah I'm, just, I'm gonna take off but you actually like have to work Practice at it. yeah at at tamping it down. It's really hard. It's really hard. And actually, I was talking to her. Have you heard of that book, uh, The Power of Now? Mm-hmm. I have heard that, yeah. I haven't read it, but my friend was telling me. <laughs> yeah, I read the back. was telling me about it. <laughs> and he just said something really cool the other day about how where you are now lacks nothing. Hmm. And I think a lot of our anxiety is based, and we feel like we're lacking something. Hmm. And it's like where the exact moment you're in right now doesn't lack anything. And I think if you think about that, it's like, hmm, it's, you know, it's true. Yeah. But it, kind of having that kind of attitude true. towards every moment. I've been reading about like people who who dis- disengage with joy and prepare. I've been reading Daring Greatly, which is like my fucking favorite, mm. and who prepare for awful things to happen. You're not going to be more prepared when they happen. You're going to mm-hmm. be bummed that you didn't enjoy the time you had before it happened. Yeah, right. And if yeah. anything, you might be because there's something to be said when you're surprised by stuff. Mm-hmm. You kind of get into it and just do Deal it. With it yeah. But if you brought a lot of energy of preparation, that kind of would make it worse yeah. because you've had that whole arsenal of. Totally. Well, in the case of getting mugged, I hadn't I hadn't watched any crime shows before or since. That's another reason why I don't like watching yeah. true crime. Is I was like, loved it, hated it. <laughs> but like when that moment came, I didn't think 
these dudes are gonna put me in the car. They're gonna probably bury me. Head, right. They're gonna. What are my parents? I was like. Oh, I gotta live through this, so I'm, this is what I'm gonna do. Okay. One, two, three. So I guess the the idea of like, yeah, preparing for that. Like, I'm terrified of divorce. Like, you're mm. afraid of getting murdered. <laughs> I'm terrified of of picking someone, getting married, and then. And were your parents divorced? No, they're th- Tony. They're still together. It's been mm. 45 years. I think is that's that, why I'm do you so think afraid that's of kind it. Of based in kind of abandonment stuff. I don't know. I think the idea the idea of picking wrong or the idea, but like, the idea. I'm such a huge decision. A that failure you or wrong. a waste of time. Like, Do you know what? I think I was talking to a friend of mine a couple weeks ago because he's not dating anybody and he wanted to be dating somebody. And there's a lot of pressure about soulmate stuff mm-hmm. and finding that soulmate. I just think a lot of that's bullshit. Really? I, I really do. I really do. Because I think, A, that's a lot of pressure on being at the right place at the right time. And I think we need to give ourselves a lot more grace because it's it's just, I don't I don't know. I have a really hard time with that stuff. How did you approach your wife? <laughs> They got introduced. Oh, they got introduced. We got introduced. We got introduced, but it was a process. We broke up once during the engagement, and then got and then got back together. And actually, sorry, we broke up during dating, and then got engaged. And but it was just kind of a lot of it because any any time that happens, you go, "Is this right? I don't know if this is right." Like da 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 da. -da. But there's something about just kind of press, just keep on walking, and 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 engaging people into your life that can kind of see beyond your feelings and. And be like, and, and anxieties, and be like, here's the deal. This is what I'm seeing, and this is truth. And how do you feel about this? And dialoguing about it, but then just kind of pressing through that stuff. You've gone to a lot of therapy. You were saying, right? Love Therapy's therapy. Therapy. <laughs> I got in a fight with my my boyfriend recently, and I was like, I, we were arguing, and then he was like, you know what? Stop for a second. You've been going to therapy since you were 12, so you know how to argue, and I haven't. That's not fair. <laughs> it's like not a fair playing field. I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah. I know how to talk about my emotions so well because I've been fucking going to therapy since I was a kid. You, you mean you can identify your emotions yeah, and convey exactly. them? And does your therapist give you, because I recently, probably in the last three years, I've been working with this guy, and he, he gives a lot of good tools, which I appreciate. Like, yeah. for instance, when I found myself living in the what if, like what if this, I was, he always say, you know what, just say not now out loud. Yeah. And it breaks the, oh. and it just brings you back like to where you are. That's and cool. It's stuff like, stuff like that, like he gives these cool little, or even something like th- thoughts and feelings, they just come and go. And I think many times we put so much identity into those things rather than bring just awareness to him. Like, yeah, there's that crazy thought that someone's going to hit me by a car or something. It's like that stuff comes and go, but it doesn't mean anything. And you can't, yeah, you don't have to identify with it. That makes sense. Mine gave me a really great one because I can't sleep at night and it's like crazy thoughts of what could happen and all this stuff going on in my head and what I need to do and what I didn't do. And she's like, write that all down before you go to bed and Hmm. and tell yourself when you're in bed, when that starts happening, that you can deal with it tomorrow. It's written Mm. down. You're not going to lose it or forget it. It's still there, but you don't need to deal with it. And there's power to the written word. Like there's power to kind of putting that down. She always wants, but then I feel guilty. Then my guilt comes out that I don't do my homework. (laughs) Yeah. And this, and and my therapist would be like, (laughs) this is such an LA conversation talking about a therapist, but (laughs) there's something about him going, okay, this is what, this is what guilt feels like. This is what, this is just a feeling. It comes and goes. That doesn't mean I'm a guilty person. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I'm an, even saying like, like I'm, a, he would even be against saying I'm anxious. It's like you know what I'm feeling anxiety. Right. Doesn't mean I'm an anxious person. It's just like yeah, those things come and go. Oh, that's a good. That is. That's a good way to separate yourself from your own mm-hmm. feelings. Yeah, I think identity is like can weigh so heavy when you think I'm the anxious person or I'm the I'm the workaholic person. I'm the depressed or, person. Yeah, I'm the yeah. friend that's going through this. You become that, and it's like a weird turtle shell where you're just like you've sort of. And like you give yourself, you give yourself permission to do that. Yeah, because you think that's what I am. Right. That's what I am. That's just yeah. not true. Isn't it weird though? No, go, go. ahead. No. How, 
I was just going to say it's weird that you can live in such a vacuum where you're like, I'm the only one that has oh, yeah. any of, of this. Of course, yeah. And it's just so, it's funny just how everyone feels like they're yeah. maybe... Actually, knowing that has made me less intimidated and scared of uh, people, like, socially, when I'm just like, we're all, like, doing something on our own that's <laughs> screwing us up. Oh, totally. And by the way, we're spinning on a planet really fast. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, just look, kind of taking a step aside and kind of looking at the big picture and going, wow, I'm putting a lot of value in this certain thing. And it's like, we're spinning yeah. on a planet Life really so fast short in the, in in the, the middle of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You know? It's, yeah. And not to shame or not to put yeah. shame on it, but just be like, let me just bring awareness to that a little bit, you know? Yeah. My my therapist has been telling me to treat myself like me as a kid. Oh, my God. Does yours do that? I think, I, yes. I, it's the whole thing. That's a really yeah. good, sorry, I'll let you finish. No, that's it. Because he would say, if if we were beating ourselves up about something, if, right. if I thought like, oh, I didn't do that right, or I'm not enough, or I'm whatever. If my daughter, whose exactly. name is Loy, if she came up to me and said, Dad, I'm not enough, I'd be like, oh, my God, you are more than yeah. enough. But we don't talk to ourselves that way. Totally. Yeah, That's exactly. I think having a kid would be it would be easier to do that even because she's been saying with my nephew, like, think of if your nephew brought you a painting and it was ridiculous. Would you say to him, like, that's terrible. You did a bad job. Like, no, I'd yeah, praise him for exactly, it. Exactly. I would approach it just like a Reddit commenter and I would just <laughs> rip it apart and be like, why are you even painting like why do you bother yeah, don't pick up and then the i would brush. i would find the coolest painting of in his preschool and be like look look at what becky yeah. did yeah look at what kayla did so you want to so you're on birth control only or what no i'm just kidding no that's... and you're never capable of that no no i'm kidding but yeah that's um it is funny how there's this idea that like in order to be better we have to be like weird drill sergeants with ourselves which yeah. is actually makes you kind of like a worse in every way, you know, just this like gotta be, I gotta be perfect, I gotta, da, da. yeah. Um, which actually, speaking of per- perfect, that reminds me, slumber party game. Yeah, what should we it? do perfect day? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, perfect, perfect day. Okay. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start to finish. You can be anywhere. You can eat anything. You can be with anyone. Teleportation is possible. Mm. What kind Where of? Where would you wake up? Other than in a in a pillow fort with sweats. <laughs> and <Which us>. Clearly. <laughs> um, I would. Okay, I I'm a guy. I love routine. I love kind of, I'm not, a. I don't think like shaking it up, but I love waking up, taking my daughter to school. I love just kind of that whole making breakfast, taking her to school. And then I go to this coffee shop called um, Coffee by the Books in Pasadena. And then there's a, a, a library that I kind of do some work. And then I'd come home, um, see my wife. We'd probably have, go out to lunch or something. Where do you go? What's your favorite lunch? I'm I, I'm a fan of the alcove or mustard seed mm. or right around the corner here. Little stroll in the block. But again, I'm not afraid of a good food court. <laughs> I also <laughs> oh, food courts are the best. I also really like a good mall. You can get a corn dog <laughs> and a burrito in the same place, totally. and also a sample of orange chicken. Oh yeah, because I like options. Yeah. I like options. So we might hit the mall Perfect. and then just kind of walk around. And then I I'm I'm also um, uh, like if we go on vacation or something. People who plan a lot of activities, which is great. I don't mind doing that. But I, my favorite thing, like I, I like just sitting with good friends, having wine, and just talking stories and laughing. Like that is, I don't have to be anywhere. Just like that. Can there be a, a bonfire happening at the same time? Or sure, but the smoke does trigger my asthma. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a gas fireplace. Great, I'm in. Oh. <laughs> Did you have that childhood where you wake up and they? And you'd get made breakfast, and then they'd take you to school. And like, do you want it because you love? Like, do you want that um, for your daughter because of that, or 
yeah, I did. I did have. I did have that. I don't have the best memory. I did have that. I. I think I just maybe because there's so much in this business that we're in. There's so much just chaos mm-hmm. and kind of things. You never. Really, there's not a lot of certainty. There's a lot of. I mean, there's not a lot of certainty in life in general. But there's a lot of uncertainty. And so when when I can be in a place that's familiar and I can get a routine going and have structure, that I thrive in that. Yeah, that's nice. I just realized, did we let him tell his ghost story? I went to this great theater group called Young Actors Theater when I was a kid, which really sparked my interest in oh, acting. Yeah. And it was an after-school kind of theater program. And it was this pink building, and then they had this massive theater next door, and they all, there was always this ghost baby theory. that a, a baby <laughs> <laughs> Ghost babies are the worst. <laughs> and I just imagined it like punching like your Casper. ankles. Like so dumb. But it was this little girl who supposedly died in the space years ago. And uh-huh. I don't know if this is just a bunch of theater kids making this up yeah. and stuff. But they said it happened in the bathroom in the back. And so every time I went to the bathroom, that bath back, I was like, ghost baby's going to come out. It's either going to come out uh, the toilet or (laughs) jump out the Ghost baby in the toilet. Toilet baby's the worst kind. What a a bad hand you've been dealt. So that's the story I remember. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting it when it happened. But I also think it was just my crazy, my imagination. Like, I don't, you want, you want it to be true so bad. I just think I just think it's funny that the person that believes in the ghosts the least has been like I've seen some. Like I I I think it's great. I think it's I hope I never see one. Yeah. I it's good that the person who's the least afraid of them has seen the most of them, right. and the people who are the most afraid have been untouched by spectral. But I will say like there's uh, what I also hear is these. Have you heard of like angel stories? Oh like, no. Where these kind of. Um, you know, if you just kind of go online and uh, if they've happened to my friends a lot, where you know they'll be. Um, in a car wreck or something, and somebody will come up out of nowhere and say, "Hey, can I help you?" Da, 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 da. Oh, I want to know this. And yes. then they and then they get the car and they're like, "Oh, thank you, so man." There was nobody around, <sighs> or like my my friend was uh, born without an ear. I remember him telling me this. This is oh. crazy. And he, <laughs> you're not. Anyways, no, I already have the chills. Okay, was Tell born me. without an ear, and his mother. They didn't have a lot of money, and they knew that it was going to be involved a lot of reconstructive surgery and all this kind of stuff, and. I think they were even missionaries or something, but they had two other kids. And they said this nurse came in holding F- Freddie and handed the baby to his mom. And the nurse did not have any, like, hands or something like that. And they were, and the mother, it was such a, it was such a beautiful message of, like, you know what? God's going to provide who cares? It's like, it works out somehow. And so later she went up and she says, I just want to tell this nurse the story. And they said, we don't know what you're talking about. There's never been a nurse here without hands. No. Okay. I mean, this is such a like more positive thing than ghost stories, angel stories. But that stuff, if you go online, that stuff is all over the place. Oh my God, I love it. All I'm into that. Place. I'm into like weird messages. Like that don't even be, have to be from like, it's from God, but like just weird. Yeah, like, sure. Coincidental things. That totally. But it's also like you're kind of being taken care of. There's something totally. like whatever someone's, belief is spirit but it's there's something that it does work out in his life like things were worked out and you know they believe god was with them all that kind yeah. of stuff is they could have just ghost. worked so hard to get it done and it wouldn't have made a difference in yeah, his and life also or... what people see as ghosts might be right. something else totally that makes sense i like helper ghosts i like angels better you like casper yeah <laughs> helper ghost who's like do you want to cut yeah. in front of me and you're like i am running late Dead, ba- ghost. dead baby toilet ghost <laughs> versus no, no. angel ghost is like uh, or there's like stories of I don't know who told me this but like kids when they were when they were kids like fall they remember falling into a pool and there was this Whoa. someone grabbed them and they were on the, and there's just 
the mother was nobody around. They didn't know how it happened. Of course, you could argue, like, why doesn't it happen all the time? And you don't know. Yeah. You don't know why. You don't know why. But then there are those. I love stories of I should have been dead and I'm fine stories. What are you? Let's do a book club. What are you okay. reading? Are you reading anything that you like? What am I reading? Is it pi- well, you don't have to worry about pilot season, clearly. But do you have to? Because you're <laughs> well, I mean, very, I very busy. <laughs> but do you have to read things all the time for work? Oh, yeah. Like, I just, uh, I'm reading a script right now that's, uh, possibility and just kind of see. Um, I'm, I'm actually reading. We just my we just started the first Harry Potter with my daughter. So that's, oh, I was gonna mention because there's a there's a ghost in a toilet in Harry Potter <laughs> in the second one. Oh really? Yeah. What if you thought that that's where I came up with that story just to say something during the podcast? <laughs> he, like, he's cool and everything, but he totally made up this story about a dead baby. Uh, From Harry Potter. Harry Potter. That's that's so fun to read. Yeah. To. Reading to my like that's my one of the reasons I want to have kids is to read to a kid. Which is honestly a really that's a really fantastic trait to have because I'm not a big reader. Oh yeah. I enjoy. I'm the guy that I'll I'll stay in one big book. Big. I'll stay in one book for months and get it, and then I just get tired, or I just kind of I like my little bit of information, and then just kind of. But to, yeah. But to really stick with something, and I stuck with those Harry Potter books. They're fa- I, I stuck I with them. them, so I think that I can stick stick with this with her. Yeah, and I want her to love it. Loves it. I feel right. like though, if you really want to read to someone and you don't have kids yet, you could always go on like chat roulette, or you could just <laughs> go on like it's <laughs> like hey Skype hey kids with a weirdo. You. What if yeah. you just skyped some guy in Germany and you just like, read? Let to me him. read to you. I don't always have. Have you actually heard of these? Oh man. These YouTube videos I heard about where people have this kind of voice. ASMR? Maybe. What yes. is it? And they just, they just read or they just talk to the camera and people listen to them because their voice is very, very soothing. Is this oh what I'm talking it's about? It's a thing. I think it's called ASMR and it's, um, I might be getting those words, the, the letters mixed up, but it's, um, it's also called a braingasm, but it's like what? certain people will hear noises and it'll give them this all over body tingling Ooh, sensation. I've got goosebumps thinking about that. And so you go onto YouTube and there are videos and they use special mics that really pick it up and it's just like, I am going to go ahead and take your order. <laughs> oh my God. And people are like, <laughs> that reminds me of like, there's like 7-Eleven would play this music outside so and it had this frequency that only teenagers can hear. You're like kidding. you lose it at, at, at like 20 because... Wow. This, this here, and they would play this music, and it had that frequency that annoyed teenagers <gasps> so much that they wouldn't hang out out front of their. Is that real? That's like, just I the opposite just, of Cinnabon pumping out right. the smell <laughs> to get him to come. Exactly. I might have made that up, but I think it's true. Um, well, I wonder if I'm, there's definitely a, a frequency that we that we lose. Yeah, I'm sure that it's like I would guess it would be the higher ones or something. Right. But women can hear um, more treble than men in general, mm. so there's differences in. And I don't know if it's smaller ear canals growing up and developing. I have no idea what well, the like whole the cochlear thing things. I think is very. I mean, that stuff is wild to Do me. You? There's just kind of a, a whim, like friends that just have that intuition where it's like, I it didn't even cross my mind. Too, they're like, ah, something's something's up, and then I it like turns that. out that something's up. Really, I believe that too. I mean, I think men probably have it too, and it's not just for women, but yeah. the women I know who who do those things, it's like, and you have to follow it and go with it. Can I bring it down? Yeah. I think it's because women probably evolved to be like, hey, don't kill me. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Or it could just like be that. code. I mean, for me, because I have a little bit of that, but I'm like, eh, it's just codependency. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just feeling something Well, they say that not. when you're in a relationship, like a long relationship, that you guys, you take what you're good at and she doesn't need to do those things inherent, like in her brain, she doesn't. And she takes what, sh- you take what she's good at and you don't really have to, like practice those things or 
or strengthen those muscles because your partner takes care of them. And that's Mm. part of the reason that when you break up, you're so depressed is that Mm. you you've lost all these memories and all of these. That's also another reason when you when you haven't seen each other for a while, there's a really there's a transition period that can be difficult. Like if I'm traveling a lot, there's a there's a transition period coming back to the family because that part of you has not. It has not been taken up. Well, anyways, there can be a lot of um, unrealistic expectations put on the other person. I felt that. That makes sense. And it's that sense of like, okay, now you got to take that up or like you got to get right. going. Or, and we do that to each other. And then we get pissed when the expectations aren't mad. You got to totally do that. Yeah. Totally you, how do, do you um, how do you soldier through that? Do you have to remind yourself every time, like reentry, almost like an astronaut, like a I decompression? Think, yeah, I think you, you you definitely yeah, and it's something that you're both aware. Like, all right, this is going to be a heightened time where we have to really be careful of our words and how mm. we're. Um, treating each other and just kind of give each other grace and all that stuff. Wow. And it's tough, but you just kind of keep walking through it and then you always get back into a routine. My, my expectations when I come home from a trip or, you know, see my person after a while are fucking high. And sure. I doubt, yeah. Like I want to go to dinner and we have the most amazing dinner and talk about what happened when we were gone. But that's like unrealistic, I think. Well, right? I just got, I just was in a long distance relationship for a while and, um, and it was tough to get to know only have that as your experience because every time was like a third date. Can we talk about what your dad did for does for a living? Yeah, I know. Sure. We, that's incredible. Yeah. Let's oh, the, oh the nu- nuclear physics. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we read your Wikipedia. He, um, well, he uh, <laughs> love that. He he. Well, okay. He was he went he was in the army. Uh huh. And I was born in West Point, New York, because he went to West Point. Wow. And he not only went to West Point, and afterwards he taught nuclear physics so at West Point. he's real stupid, probably. He's super stupid. <laughs> oh, what a And he birthed an actor. But his father, my grandfather, was an opera singer, so he had a real appreciation oh, for the arts. So he, cool. he had, which was a gift, because, you know, obviously there's a lot of situations with parents that you don't get the support. So he was always, he's always been very supportive. And so he taught, and then he retired... And then we traveled to, um, we lived in Germany a little bit and all this kind of stuff. And then in, when I was in the seventh grade, we moved to Tallahassee, Florida. He retired from the Army. And he started working for the state with um, Information Resource Commission, like um, kind of getting into the Y2K, kind of how the wow. computers were going to transfer over. Yikes. And then he went to work at a school. And he's really an incredibly smart guy. That's crazy. And then what does your mom do? She was, she was working for the um, state, but she raised us and... Um, I already knew that, but I didn't <laughs> want to seem creepy. I mean, like, so your mom worked for the state, right? How many siblings do you have? I got uh, a brother and a sister. My sister is a social worker in Raleigh, North Carolina. She teaches social work Aww. now. My brother is a lawyer in Atlanta. Are you the youngest? And I'm the youngest. I'm the do baby. You, why are, we're, we're all, all the, youngest. the youngest? I feel like the weird, we? crazy, yeah. like my brother does a normal job and my sister does kind of a normal job. And then I'm the weird one. Yeah. And then well. like I'm getting drunk on camera. <laughs> oh, I feel no. like the littlest kid is always like, I got to be the entertainment because I have no attention I otherwise. Know. Yeah. Actually, I am curious about because you, our connection to you is that you reenacted our drunk history. Yes, episode, yes, yes, and yes, we, yes, yes. When yes. we found out that you were doing it, we lost, lost our- it fucking lies we lost our minds <laughs> but what was the process of of reenacting drunk history yeah. like on your end oh like, did you have to um, listen to memorize tapes? well that was my first time doing it oh, and so i i didn't i i i didn't know what i was getting into but i i just loved um it's just it was just kind of playtime because it's already it's already set you're just mouthing words and so you're kind of just doing this kind of clown work where you're yeah. kind of like just however you're saying it, and then you, <laughs> and then you like would apologize on camera and say, "Sorry, I don't feel so." I like kind of <laughs> doing that physically, you know, in this like uh, 
uh, in uh, Lewis and Clark days. I and we were talking about this earlier, but I'm fascinated because you're pretty drunk yeah. during yeah. that thing. They want you to be, and the fact that you can recall all that information and even say stuff like <laughs> mercury on your genitals that just wouldn't naturally come out of that's a really funny thing to say in addition to kind of coming up with stuff you know well i think that's why it was fun to do two, to have a two people being drunk together that are friends yeah, 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 yeah we yeah, were like yeah. talking to each other the way we always talk to each other yes yeah. but then they did say that they're never doing a duo again because never. it was so hard to edit to edit it's so hard to yeah yeah which is why i was curious if they if you just have to listen to tapes over and over yeah. again and I've done one music, I've done two music videos, but it, it's always, you always feel cool, like, like rock stars are always like, all right, play back. And the music's going, it's like, let's dance. And there's and it's like this cool music. Video. It kind of feels like a music video, like they play back at your voices and then everybody goes in action. They just so keep weird. playing it back. That's really weird for me to think about our voices playing totally. over all of those scenes. Totally. That's really weird. Totally. I'm and Taron Killian, who's so freaking funny. He's so cool, him. yeah. He's in it and... Yeah. Aubrey Plaza, Aubrey Plaza oh and Kumail God. was in it. Yeah, we were like, <laughs> it was incredible. Do you guys know Aubrey or, or Kumail? We know Kumail, but we don't know Aubrey. I've, I think I've seen We've her in the neighborhood, her, and yeah. I have accidentally stared at her. But um. <laughs> Kumail is the coolest guy. Yeah, Kumail's we love great. Him. We want to get him on our podcast. He does the X Files podcast for Feral Audio, also on this network. Oh, and what is the X Files about? Oh, he just talks about the X Files. You guys watch an episode together, and then you talk about it. But you do you have to have a history of watching the X Files when you watch it? No, I think you just watch that one episode that you're going to talk about. Got yeah, it. he's had like Gillian Anderson. Yeah, on it. Did I say is it Gillian or Gillian? Gillian? I think she's about to come on. Oh, was I not supposed to announce that? Okay. <laughs> we um we were on a podcast where oh no, what was I going to say? Oh God. What? Which podcast? Not the Save by the Bell. Killian. Yeah. Oh, Save by the Bell. Oh, Go no. Okay, I know what we're going to say. We were on a podcast, the James Bonding podcast, oh. because we had never seen an episode of James Bond, or an episode. Is that a TV show? No, it's sure. a movie. Close enough. Where we had to watch, for the first time, James Bond and talk about it. And have you watched it? Um, I oh, I think I've seen one of them. It's insane. I think I've seen the most recent ones. Okay. I didn't, I didn't Some see dudes them. love the James Bond. They hated us because we didn't like it. Yeah, we. we Which one were you talking about? We saw Goldfinger. Mm -hmm. We were we walked into the room like, what what was this bag of garbage that I put (laughs) into my eyes, and how can I get it out? And then all the James Bond fans were like, um, you guys should kill yourself. Exactly. They were like, Um, here's that guy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have a question. What uh, what are your guys' two favorite movies each? (gasps) Oh my gosh. That's a hard one, but like, what do you immediately think of like two of them? First one is let's say at the same time. Wait, no, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, we're No, separate, separate, because okay. it might be different. It is different, I bet. Okay, my first one I can think of is, like, the first thing that comes to my head is Spaceballs. Oh, oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. That really shows your love for, from an early age comedy. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Because I'm like, I'm like, punch drunk love where the guy like gets a crazy love. And he's if like, I really <laughs> thought about it though, it would be it's like, like so intense. You're like, oh, no, I like shit jokes. <laughs> I love it. Oh, no. I think I, this isn't this. I hope this isn't a reflection of uh, gloominess, but Better Off Dead was like my oh, favorite. Oh, ever. that's such that a good. See, so these gloomy. are things that I need so to. Remember. That's those are great ones. They're yeah. So good. She makes. She fixes a car. I'm I'm never that person that's like has seen everything maybe two and it's just not good. Do you good, keep but. up with TV a lot? I mean, when you're working so much. I keep up with reality television. <laughs> no, I love. We're really into Top Chef. Uh, um, uh, no, um, uh, Master Chef Junior. Yeah. Oh, nice. Have you seen it? Yeah. What those kids, so kids, yeah, like eight and nine year olds, can make is shocking to me. And they're so nice to each other and supportive. They're so encouraging. Yeah, everyone should learn a lesson from that. Yeah. Um. I agree with that. Also, I just think in general, like 
reality shows that are competition based, like kids and the British are like so nice to each other, and Americans mm. are like, "I'm gonna eat you, throw <laughs> for lunch." It's like so. Should we do? Oh, I you, should we do fuck that? I was gonna ask him yeah. who his internet crush was. Oh yeah. Do you have an internet crush on anyone that you have to be follow? Like, I don't have an internet crush. I think I have a crush on the internet though. Oh. Because. When I'm, because I don't really follow a certain personality, but like the internet man, <laughs> I love it. Because when I'm traveling, I watch so much YouTube. Oh, I yeah. watch, my favorite thing is to watch bloopers. I love bloopers. <laughs> and I watch soldiers coming home and ball my <gasps> eyes out. <laughs> what about soldiers coming home to their dogs? Oh, Forget it. God, I, I watch it. that. And then I watch um, like Funny or Die or... Um, I like really watching music videos just to kind of see what they do. I mean, I'm crazy about YouTube. What is or like interviews? I like watching interviews of people. What you know, just kind of see what they're like, like those round tables and yeah. stuff like that. I just spend hours. Oh, another one, inspirational <laughs> X Factor auditions. Oh, I can't. I can't. I must have watched like three or four hours of that one night because just it? seeing these people get up in front of hundreds of thousands of people and sing. And you can see there's not a pin. You can hear, and they're just so excited. But you see that rush of energy coming at them, and they're just like, and they have this amazing voice, and it's it's so I inspiring. Can, I can watch those when I know they're going to be good. Like when they say, you won't believe what happens next. Or and the voice. I've yeah, seen. Yeah, there's yeah. like a compilation of like the ten best voice auditions because they can only hear their voice, and oh. you see them rush of like who's the voice, and then they turn around, and the family's freaking out behind. Oh my gosh! I love that stuff. Have you, you guys, if you watched the Susan Boyle, uh, I yes, dreamed a dream. a thousand times. I watched that on repeat, <laughs> and just weeping. A thousand. Times. So and I, you happy. know what I love is I love how much of an ass that uh, Simon dude can be. Worse. Just an ass. He's like, oh, you hear Kuzma? What's this? And then she opens her mouth, and you just see him just like slapped yeah. across the face. Yeah, there's something that's just yeah that like makes your whole guts tingle. When you're it's just a little kid too. I'm like, oh, you get it, girl. I know those are all good suggestions <laughs> to go. Well, let's but let's do. You want to do fuck that? Yeah. So we always end the show with. The... Oh wow, we're almost over. What time is going? That was so fun. How long? I mean, we have a whole stack of index cards. <laughs> <laughs> we could ask you. It was... Fuck that takes a while usually because we like comment on. Each other's fuck Wait, up. what's fuck that? Fuck That's that cool. is how we ended. It's one thing you love so much. You're like, I don't want to fuck that. Sorry, this is so sorry. Vulgar. It's vulgar. Uh, and one thing you're like, fuck that. I hate it. Okay. Okay. So we start with fuck that. I hate it. So we can end the podcast on a positive. On a positive note. note. Okay. What do you hate? Something that you and it could be anything. 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 Bees. I sexism. I tr let me try to think. When I think of something that I hate, I don't. There's not anything. However, this past week I started working with um, International Justice Mission. I don't know if you guys have heard of that, but mm -hmm. they, they send advocates and lawyers over to people who can't, um, um, uh, what am I looking for, like um, advocate for themselves or um, Dance. sponsor. Uh, <laughs> like, they, like someone is in a lot of trouble, but they don't have a lawyer and uh, represent yeah. them. In, so, in, yeah. in America or in No, like in a US? lot of overseas, but oh, cool. it deals with a lot with human trafficking. Ooh. So like... Uh, you know, young girls and boys who are in this awful human trafficking, and and they send them over to advocate, advocate for these people. But I, you hearing these stories, it's just like it. it I hate human trafficking is so evil and so just inhumane and just it is so dark. And that's where I go, man. There is a dark force in this world, and it's just I hate it. I absolutely fucking hate it. It's a good hate. Um, that's a really human trafficking and the evils of man is a very good. Mine hate. is cold butter, so I don't know how I can. Like, <laughs> no, I, don't I got know too how intense. That is, but I was trying to think of something like no, I that's really amazing. hate. That's, great. that's okay. actually I just, really good. I just read about um, there's a reality show that's like from New Zealand or something where they sent like three fa fashion bloggers yeah. to Thailand to work in sweatshops. 
Yeah, mm. I read that. Yeah, um, it's depressing. But is there? Um, is I think there? I saw that on Facebook. Actually, is there a story for someone who's like I? want to be more informed about that is there is there a story or a source that you would recommend people yeah i would say i would say go this international justice mission because my my whole thing is you hear these stories and you're just in a state of paralysis sometimes you're just like Mm -hmm. i don't know what to do but there's something about um supporting and even whatever you can do to support this that are then sending qualified advocates out to these people to help there's a lot. I mean, they would not be able to do it without kind of our support. So I would just kind of go to that website and just kind of see what they're about. And you try, you know? I, I'm always scared that like about because, Ali, you told me that you worked at a nonprofit where they just took the money. So I'm always I scared did. to like. Sure. Yeah. Not, I'm not saying they are, but like to, no, find, yeah. to find one that I believe. Yeah. In and and I think that honestly, I think that has a lot to do with a reputation. Mm-hmm. The seeing kind of the fruits of what they've done, but also kind of word of mouth. Yeah. Because I'm the same way. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Cause, but these, you, you really kind of research, like, it's almost like trying to find a, a Yelp for nonprofits, you know, <laughs> and, and all these people, you just see the quality and the kind of word of mouth and the reputation and stuff like that. Okay, that that's great. Sense. That's a, that's it. an issue that I, that I don't feel like I know enough about. Right. I know mm-hmm. it's like this What's crazy is, it, but it's awful. also defined so much as overseas, like Thailand, but the States, man, it is awful in the states human really? trafficking is absolutely atrocious wow. see this is not a, a thing that that enters our kind yeah. of our purview if you yeah, will sure. so yeah. so that's i'm actually that's a really 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 good hate that's probably one of the best hates we've I ever know. had guys <laughs> you're welcome well what's your hate ally because i can't do cold butter now by the way couldn't I, <laughs> yes you can but my, because i've i've because we need that Wait, so cold butter, why do you okay. say cold butter? You know when you okay. sit down at a nice restaurant, they give you bread, and then they give you butter. And it doesn't spread. And it's like, <laughs> it's the foil-wrapped ones, and they're just so... Hard. Right, Allie? It's, Allie's l- laughing in her shirt at me. I have my head in my shirt. How? Like, and I also hate human trafficking. But secondly, I hate human no, trafficking. No, because it's so... I had to. But it's just interesting. It's true, though, because I can, I can see that that really irritates me because I'm thinking, <laughs> so I got a lovely piece of bread right here, and I'm putting that butter, and all it does is dig a hole in the bread. It's so nice. And only, that's, right only that section of the bread is going to get <laughs> butter because I can't spread bread. it. Thank you. I'm yeah. sorry, but you're being so nice because. <laughs> no, no, it's true. I, but I'm, I'm laughing because it's just interesting what. I mean, it's interesting that we are a big collection of, like, of, of cells uh-huh. and molecules, and we can do different things and we can occupy our brain with different things we could feel we can i mean i think it's kind of beautiful that we as organisms can feel passionately about anything yeah that's kind yeah, of a gift totally. in that itself. is true so and also, by the way a miracle like that i mean i'm yeah, not gonna i'm not gonna get on the bible bus sense. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna freak you out but it's, it's like <laughs> that is a mirror i mean it's a mirror you look and having a child you look at a child being born or the fact that we can rationalize and we can have my what it's in the middle of a universe like what that's crazy it's crazy that we can remember things it's crazy how eyes work crazy also like i think feeling passionate about anything is is what living well i'm i'm aware of how lucky i am that i get to hate cold butter like that that's (laughs) but it's also a funny thing to hate right and you knew when you wrote it down here's the deal when you said that i've never vocalized that and i've thought you know what i can't stand that either Well, last week was on. but i appreciate a restaurant that gives you soft butter or they give you maple butter Oh shit! Oh, as someone who's been a waitress before and sp- and took the butter out as like on my shift when it started to be like I'm not giving anyone cold butter like just do that. You are so making easy. the world do a better it. place. You are. You really mine's, are. Mine's gross. Time. What's yours? Oh, this is so embarrassing. Allie, no, it's not. But I'm just it. gonna say it. I wrote it down and I was like, don't say that, Allie, which made me think I should say it. it, especially in the winter, but also all the time Uh-oh. for me. Um, when you this is so gross. 
when you peel off pants, like sure. stretch denim, let's say you uh-huh. wear stretch denim, and you're <laughs> let's just say let's just say how unattractive <laughs> like, that would be on Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we talk about babies wearing stretch denim now? Have you guys seen babies in like tight stretch denim? It's the worst. Anyway, no bueno. Go on. No bueno. Yeah. I saw um I saw a onesie that had printed on it. Does this diaper make my butt look big? Uh, and I got livid, livid, because I was like, why are you sexualizing that in your child? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I got so mad. But um, okay, so you peel off like stretch denim, yeah. dark denim. And you just see scales of skin come off with it. Ew. Does that happen to you? I don't wear those. Well, Wait, you so also you're saying moisturize. because your skin gets so dry? My oh. skin gets so dry. It's, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like disgusting. And it just makes me... I went I went to a Korean spa a couple weeks ago and they scrubbed... Oh, it's one of the best. Like, like an inch and a half deep into my skin of just dead Here stuff. Not done. Okay. It's Are you a mas- you like massages? I had a hard time See, liking massages. Because I feel sick during them because of all the toxins. And yeah. it hurts. Yes. That's what it I like hurts. It hurts. But the only thing I can relate to what you're saying is because I don't I don't wear stretch denim, even though I might be inspired to after this conversation, is when you're really sweaty and you have to take off your shirt. It's a it's a and you take it over your head and it's just and there's like you're having to peel off patches because you can't get it in one you know swoop. What? Try doing it with a bra and you're like you've got like sweat. You have sweat oh, cups on oh, your body. It's basically. really nasty. Oh it's so just, gross. Just puddles of I water. I slept in my bra the other night, Why and I was like, that? "Fuck that!" Because I, I was, I got home from the airport. This is another thing oh, when yeah. you guys are like, you know, when you're home and it's so nice to see your person. Yeah. Um. <laughs> fuck oh, you. Sorry. Um. <laughs> I live alone, and I'm not seeing anyone right now. So when I get home from a trip and I travel a lot for work, I get home to a dark empty apartment <laughs> with no pets and no one there who gives a shit. Oh I'm going to be, home. I'm gonna be here You have a lot time. of people giving a shit. I mean, it's true. But I'm, I'm going to scare you just next FYI. time you get home. We walk in the no, door. No, that's the A, B there and in this scare TV. the shit out of you. But yeah. there's nothing more like, that's hard. like, oh, what, keys in the door and then... <sighs> And, and, you know, why do sure. I work so much? Because I want to have a good future and I want to be worthwhile and I want to be worth the person worth love and all this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck this. Yeah. And then you peel your pants off and half of your skin comes off. Yeah, that's why nobody likes me. <laughs> but I fell asleep in my bra because I was jet lagged. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Wait, so now where do you travel to? Um, well, I work. we work on Unique Suites, which is a dessert show all around the country. We wrapped in September, but I've been mm. shooting uh, Innovation Nation, which is a science show for CBS. Mm. And Saturday mornings for kids. Everyone watch that. Watch it. It's fun. But I travel all over the country. So And so Unique Suites... Not that we have to plug this for you, but what, what is I don't I know it's obnoxious. But what is what is unique sweets? Well, if you're a sweet tooth, you would love it. I do, and it's, do I need to put on my DVR? Because yes, can I watch it with my daughter? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Is it on the Food Channel? Cooking it's Channel. Cooking Channel. Yeah, Cooking Channel. Probably. You probably do. Yeah. You probably it's re- it's actually a really fun show. We're like just talking heads on it. This chick Irene Wong, who's an incredible producer, makes it. We travel the country and eat sweets, like oh, not on camera, and then we fly to New York on. and talk about it. I know. So but, you yeah. you guys are the ones who talk about it. Yeah, we're yeah, the talking heads. On it. Yeah. Oh, I'm it's totally fun. doing that. And they let us like they let us be, you know, ourselves. They let us be weird, but we can go. Can you ever it's like have a guest desserts. star or a guest person oh, that can, that can like eat sweets with you? Because that is immediate joy for me. Yeah, we go imagine? to a city and we have six bakeries to go to, and each bakery we have like you, eight things yeah. to try. It's amazing how that makes it immediately gives me goosebumps. <laughs> you do. Like, have goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could go to a bakery right now and buy whatever you yeah, want. But and there's eat something it. about being with friends, just trying stuff and talking about it and being like, this is crazy. Next time we have to do it in LA, you can come with us. Yeah. I mean, we, we went Absolutely. to four places. We went to, um, in LA, we went to Pot and, uh, and Squirrel. Cafe. Okay. Squirrel. Okay. Squirrel. S-Q. You know you should do it in Baltimore. We've never been to Baltimore. Because they've got great sweets. We hope, yeah, we hope next season. Oh, that's a media joy. Oh, and in Pasadena, 
Um, if you go to Pasadena, there's a place called Flower and Tea, F-L-O-U. Yeah, I've been there. You've been there. We did They've that. They've got a lot of sweets. Oh, They're good. That's a good. Place. Now, did you did you go past the whole cupcake thing, or is it just kind of sweets like candy sweets, or is it baked goods? It's everything. Oh anything yes. That can give you diabetes. Yes. <laughs> and it's yes. like puddings. It's like come to it's, daddy. It's yeah, so bread puddings crazy. and like. And like Cake and eclairs, donuts, yep. eating like, them. Eclairs. That's just really like, good a, in San Francisco. like a nonstop Willy Wonka. It is nonstop Willy Wonka. Yeah, if insane. you go to San Francisco, Craftsman and Wolves is like the, one of the best bakeries I've ever oh, been so to. Good. It's amazing how much joy that gives me just yeah. hearing about it. It's that's yeah. something's in not Seattle, normal. About that. Flake is still haunts me. We ate no, these okay. cream puffs, and, <gasps> and I and I think about them. Are they light? They're really light. They See? fill them for you right there before you. And have so when you talk about them, do you so say you're? What do you? You obviously do critique them. Yeah, but we're not gonna say like this yeah, was yeah, garbage. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Even if we, if <laughs> you'll it's find a, something. You if like. it's like a, a mushroom flavored, uh, like lollipop, we're gonna be like, well, it was musky. You, know, it, you <laughs> can talk about the texture, <laughs> you know. But what was your favorite thing we've eaten? It looked like season? chocolate. I love craftsman wolves. I guess that's not what we. Oh, you know what? Squirrels. They they have. It's like one of those toast places that are so hipster right now. Like they serve toast, and you're like, what? This is yeah. Portlandia. But they yes. have this, but it's so good. They have this huge slice of toast. They put ricotta cheese on ricotta ricotta cheese on it. Same diff. And then they put like their homemade jam on top of it. Okay. You have to eat it See? with a fork and a knife, and it's the one of the best things I've ever had. It's amazing. That really yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. And a big cup of coffee, and it's like perfect. Oh, we had a really really good galette in uh at Lafayette I'm, in I'm New right York. York. That's the best. The, the That's best. the best. Yeah. It was so so good. So, so you know you could pitch they, a show where you tr- you could have this the, show. You could have the show. They must do the research of to know what is good. So you don't maybe probably you probably will have something good. So you don't have to be. Oh exactly. yeah, yeah. We Every don't just place like they go walk to. into a donut shop and yeah. be like cross your fingers. <laughs> like <laughs> I'll do the sprinkled one. Yeah, yeah. there's a cup, yeah. there's a vegan place every now and then when you're like this is this going to be good? But you know they yeah. don't they don't pick it because it's not good. Yeah, so they always pick things that are interesting. Usually places that are kind of new and that are doing something yeah. unique. Do you travel so. in California a lot? Um, we go all over the place. I mean, we've been guys, to... Uh, you know, guys, it's crazy. I'm pitching myself, so let's just... Seriously. Please, I would love yeah. to be a guest star. Seriously, <laughs> we'll tell everyone. You could have your own... You could have your own dessert Travel show. food show. No, because yeah. then I... Because I have an issue with sugar. Like, it's like, uh, okay. I love it, but if, if I know it's structured where I'm like, I'm going to this and I'm doing this, but if it was a continual thing, forget it. Oh, and people be, think it's like... It is... You have to learn how to taste and not eat. And not you know? See, that's where the challenge lies. Yeah. If you do have a show, can you call it Hell? Yes. Oh my god, I was trying to think of this time and that was perfect. Wait. Hell yes. Hell yes. Hell yes. Uh, the first season of Unique stuff? Sweets I gained like 10 pounds cuz I didn't How do you not? I mean that's yeah. it sounds like heaven. Like you can see like they'll they'll show them on repeats and it's like this episode Georgia looks chubby <laughs> and this episode Georgia learned how to eat better. <laughs> like exercise. We just eat a lot of salad. We eat yeah. sweets all day and then salads for dinner. Yeah, well, just cuz your get body some needs like yeah. your body needs th- something that's not cake And flour. are they is is it we can move on but is there something <laughs> where when you walk into those places and they know what you're there for it's kind of like a, it's a food critic really yeah do you, you know that they're treating you differently than they're treating somebody else do you know what i'm saying so how yeah. do you discern because that well, must we, be annoying like do you treat all your customers you can like, tell because you kind of get in there and we also look like shit when we go in there and so yeah. they, we don't look like we do on tv so they might not recognize us or they've never seen it it could be like just some kid oh, so you're not on camera when you're going no. no we just go in we go into a studio and talk about everything we eat so we travel around like breakneck speed like Got 24 it. hours in a city no taking notes da, 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 yeah. and then we go we and shower they fly there and they shoot it but we're not there yeah Got it. so we shoot that separately but um, shower but the first season we did it, we hadn't been on yet. And so we'd go into the place and be like, hi, we're here to eat this big list of things. And 
They'd for be like, free, please. go to hell. And they'd be like, Ugh. and then the second season after they they had they watched, then they were they would be nicer to us. But the first season, we we felt like really demanding and weird, being like, you yeah. need to give us this list of seventeen thousand different donuts. <laughs> yeah. And then like we so now yeah we just tip really. And well. you have to taste too. I would think you have to be, you just taste. Because yeah. if you had 17 donuts, like you'd give, you'd make yourself sick. Yeah. We've done that. We're, you take one bite and you chew the bite and you eat it. And then you take the next one and you like slowly. Oh my God, listen to me. You uh, slowly, slowly take a bite. And have then you ever had to spit it out? No. Yeah. I mean, not no. when we're at the restaurants. Mm. But occasionally Nothing. I've been in a hotel room and been like, I'm just going to pop this right out of my mouth. We've both done that, <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah, that's true. Oh, just you bring you it back with you. Every sometimes. once in a while we'll yeah, get yeah, it to yeah. go. And sometimes you're just like, I can't. I'm just going to sometimes I'll spit cup in a, in a hotel, which is yeah. hilarious to think of when you think of us on the show. We're like our makeup's done. We're wearing vintage dresses. We're talking about a donut. <laughs> and if you could think of me in no makeup jet lag spitting it into a paper cup in a hotel, you would be like, well, did Giada just get blasted for saying like sometimes I get sick of tasting like eating on camera. So there's a spit bucket and everyone's like Giada's an anorexic and doesn't eat her oh my food. God. It's like, well, the no. 17th time you're tasting you're quote tasting it. You yeah. don't want to swallow when it. you shoot a food show. They'll. When you're actually eating on camera, they'll get it from three different angles. So the, by the third time, like you don't have to put that in your mouth. <laughs> you're like, thank you, even though it's very nice and expensive. But yeah, you should pitch a food show. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Hell so, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, we've covered the one thing that you love is, should we end on his, actually? One love, thing yeah, I hate. You said one thing I hate. Yeah, one thing you hate. So we know what you end hate. End on one thing you love. What do you, Allie, what do you love? Oh, what's the thing that I love? Um, okay. I have two things I love. One thing is uh, the Lorquin Entomological Society. Oh, it's LA-based. Okay. They meet in uh, the back of a bug warehouse in Compton on one really? Friday night a month. And it's just a bunch of people that really like bugs. And they do slideshows about bugs. And they're very weird. And one guy... And you've been? I've been. I went last week. And wow. it's really fun. And they're, it's just a collection of people you would probably never, ever meet. But like one guy's like, oh, yeah, I do fly buzzing impersonations. This is a dipterop. <laughs> And you're like, well, this is insane. So and you're going to date him now. Uh, he's already married and he's in his 50s. But um, the other thing that I love that's more relatable for other human beings is um, is the hashtag pancake morning. Oh. Get into it. That's a thing. It's people who take like a pancake batter in, a tent, in essentially a squeeze bottle and then they draw with it. <gasps> yes, you mm. let it cook for a second. You let it cook for a second and then you add more. So there's shading because some of the pancake is cooked mm. more. And it's like super hyper realistic, like Paintings of animals, but That's it's a pa- cool. fucking pancake. Yeah, because when it when it cooks, there's the browning even creates yeah. shadows. Yeah, I, I I've think seen I've seen yeah, that. Like there's a gorilla that looks incredible. Or but pancake morning is a hashtag you can fall deep into and never well, want to get out. That's that's my new YouTube. I know. <laughs> get into it. I'm doing that. Georgia, what do you love? Um, the thing I love so much is, and this is again, a, mine are so boring this week. No, so they're not. Wood ink pasta. Because by the way, great. you know what I'm. One of the things that's going to stay with me is cold butter. So like, cold don't butter. don't Every think that your words aren't powerful. They're powerful. Okay, here's another one to get annoyed with. What was the first thing you said? Sorry. Squidding pasta. But here's another Squid thing to get annoyed at pasta. is when you a server puts down your glass and ha- like with by th- by fingering the whole thing and holding it by the lip oh. with all their fingers. Mm. Yeah. I don't really think about that. But that's a hate, right? That's a that's hate. A hate. Now I'm gonna go back squid to squidding. <laughs> squidding pasta. Yeah. Oh, so you like squid and yes. pasta? Got it. Okay. Have you had it? What do you like about it? I mean, I think I had it in like 1999. Really? It was a thing then. I think I had. It could have been a, yeah. Or Do maybe they infuse the squid like, it, Yeah. So it's a little bit fishy. Uh-huh. And like it with butter and mm. you put it with butter and Parmesan cheese and it's mm-hmm. just a little, f- and you could put shrimp in it and it's just. Do you make it at home? Yeah. Where do you Oh, get look it? at you. You can buy it at like, there's an Italian deli by us that sells it dry. And is it purple? 
It's black. Wow. It's wow. awesome. And the Italian restaurant down the street on Vermont also has a squid ink pasta dish that's so good. But it's just like a little, it's just a perfect amount of fishy. And it's freaking squid ink. How cool is that? So you don't even need a marinara. You just need butter and parmesan. Yeah, but yep. a marinara is good too. Not cold butter. So my, I have two things that I love. Okay. One, I love when somebody, when I... When I'm traveling or something nice, and I meet somebody like in a store or something like that who's in a job that maybe society thinks like, oh, you know, they're at McDonald's or they're at a guest. But I love when they have a fantastic attitude. Nice. When they're positive and they're and it's like you know what? Again, we're spinning on a planet. It's not worth just own it. Just like any of us, wherever we are, just just it's all about just being kind and you know that. And I love when so, when I meet somebody like that and it's like I love your attitude. You know, and because the fact is. I've seen other jobs in this business where they have so much and they have awful attitudes. Yeah. And I'm like, learn a, come on, this is a, the, the, what, that's not a way to live your life. Is there someone in particular that you're thinking of that like helped you? Is it bad you? or good? No, good. Oh. Like someone, someone who had a great attitude and an experience who had in a store or something. Oh, um. There's a woman named Joyce at the Hollywood Post Office who is this Aww. kind of person. And she's yeah. phenomenal. That's so nice. What a good shout out. She's um, dope. Yes, there is. Because I was at a... I think I was driving somewhere. I was at a Wendy's or a Hardee's. Maybe it was a Wendy's. And I was going through the drive-thru and getting my food. And she was, I just remember, it wasn't the fake positive, like, have a good day, but they're kind of a machine or whatever, like, you know, any, some, a lot of, but she was just in, really endearing and kind and like, hey, th- have a great day and da-da-da-da. And I actually remember leaving there and thinking, I wanted to tweet out as a thank you for being so kind at, you know, whatever Aww, parties. That's, so nice. that's really sweet. I it's sweet it. that that can actually stay with you the same way that a bad experience can stay. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? And my second thing I love is I adore my family. Yay. I adore my family. Love my family. Aww. Love, love, love my family. You yeah. should keep them. <laughs> I should keep them. You guys should meet my daughter. She's a trip and a half. I love, like, kids under 10 are, like, the most fun oh, people that are just, like, positive. She, she just says the best... Um, she says, um, I've said this a lot, but um, if, if people have heard it before, but my fav- one of my favorite things, that sh- two things that she's done. One is I remember saying to her, hey, baby, when you get a chance, you need to clean your room. And she said, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing is, another one that I remember is it was around Easter and she was much younger. And she had just gotten this new stuffed bunny. And she really enjoyed naming her stuffed animals. And she went upstairs, and she was na- telling me who the names were. And she says, "And this one." And we had b- just been to church, and she said, "I'm going to call this one crucifixion." <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, "Great, love it!" Oh, you and guys are like, cool parents. Crucifix for short. Oh my god, I oh, love it. it! Isn't that awesome? She is going to be a awesome. She's going to be cool. Like, she's pretty great. Yeah. She's pretty great. Oh my god, she's sassy Lord. many love times it. and attests you, but she's pretty great. We all need to be sassy sometimes. Yeah, I think a little girl should be sassy. Yeah. yeah. Sure thing. Lady, Lady Ghostbusters. Sass for the win. <laughs> I'm into it. That's oh, another. I just saw that cast. That looks like a funny I know. I know. That's another thing I love. I'm so excited about the yeah, new Ghostbusters, you guys. Oh, I love those ladies so much. Paul Feig is the nicest man in the world, too, who directs it. Really? <sighs> so excited. Do you want to plug anything of yours? Like your show? <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> I did. I did a children's book. <gasps> this book called, um, it came out in the fall, called Archibald's Next Big Thing. And it's based on my experience of the business that anytime I found a gig, I still found myself looking to the next gig. And I think if you get so focused on the next adventure, you miss the adventure you're on. So it's about a little chicken who's always looking to his next big thing because he gets a card in the mail that says your big thing is here. And he's like, where? And so he goes on all these great adventures and he meets all these great little characters. But he's like, he never can stay because he's like, I got to get to my next big thing. And there's a little bee that travels around with him. And it's like, you got to just be, man. You got to just be. 
and he realized in the end that the card is right, that his big thing really is exactly right here. Oh, I that's love beautiful. this. So it's called Archibald's Next Big Thing, if you guys want to get oh, it. I'm going to get it for It's really sweet. Really, really sweet. Yeah. I'm going to let you read it to me. Okay. <laughs> We'll all read it. <laughs> is that okay? Oh, that's amazing. So that that's, an, that's an awesome plug. Where yeah. can we, um, if we want an internet crush on you, where do we go? Like, not literally, because married, have, like, but Twitter yeah. and a, like, where can someone internet Twitter? stalk you? Mr. Tony Hale. Ah, that's why we couldn't find it. Yeah, we were just trying to tweet at you, and we're like, Tony, wait, ah, Mr. Tony Hale. Mr. Tony Hale, and, uh... Instagrams. I'm not on Instagram. That's fine, you're fine. I'm, you're I actually am on Instagram, but I'm more of just, like, seeing, I'm a stalker. I like watching to just people. watching. That's watching fair. Things. So, the people can tell you that they think that you do... And Archibald's next big thing. Archibald just got a Facebook. You can people oh, really? Can Everyone watch that. I love it. So, so you guys it. can direct all um, compliments toward Mr. Tony Hale on Twitter <laughs> and uh, pick up the book, and we'll continue watching you on all of your amazing shows. Thank you for I like you guys a lot. You're fun Thank and sweet you. and make me laugh. We're, we've been looking forward to this so much, and we appreciate you being on and being nice to us when we came up to you at the bar. Yeah, we were oh so nervous. Oh my gosh, you kidding? Being I've been so nervous. History. Yeah, I'm, so, <laughs> totally. I'm still a little bit nervous. Totally, totally. But it's subsiding. Oh, please, I'm a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for wearing pajamas. That's so nice. Yeah, yeah. I know. my sweats. I actually didn't. Wear, I usually just sleep in boxers, but I thought that would that be a little be weird. Weird. That's a good call. Yeah, so, but your shirts ripped, and we appreciate that. My shirts ripped, and I've had this for. See the back it's it? ripped open. I love it. I've had this for like 10 years and I wear this. This is one of two that I always wear. It's amazing. It's perfect. Thank you. We have the best jobs. Um, we're Allie and Georgia and you can go to AllieandGeorgia.com. That's true. You can totally do that. You can go to FeralAudio.com to find all our old pod, uh, the ones we've recorded before. That's true. And there's also other amazing, fantastic podcasts yes. on Feral Audio. So check them out and subscribe to a bunch of stuff. You can subscribe and you can rate our podcast. We actually do read We do read it all. We read, read all. we read all the Reddits. <laughs> we read them. Oh yeah, there's a Reddit sub forum. So if you oh, guys yeah. want to get on that and hop on there and, um, and exchange information about what you think about our hates and loves, yeah. you can do that. So um, thanks for thanks you guys for you guys. Thank you. Guys, you amazing. We did it. Feral Audio.